0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to T.L.'s Roadhouse No Cave. Kid G! What's
1: going on? Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. Well, nice to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you as well. Thank you for having me over. It's a pleasure. So you, you got a haircut and everything just to come out sir. and do my podcast? Yes, sir. I'm so impressed, that. man. <laughs>
1: I was thinking about it all night. I was like, I got to do this the right way. Let's cut all my hair off.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good way to get started. You could have left a mohawk or something. I, mean, I was, was thinking about
1: that. Too. I was thinking about that, but it's just, you know. I have like a round head. I didn't think it would fit too
0: much, but... <laughs> you could do a sideways one. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll do it next time. I got you. Keep it in mind. It's
0: very nice to meet you, man. So I read a little bit up on your bio. You're from Georgia. Uh, congratulations on your deal with the big machine. Yes, sir. that's going to be great for you. So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you, where you from? A little bit of your situation.
1: Um, artist's name, obviously, Kid G, but uh, my real name's Gabriel Horn from a small town in West Georgia. Um Grew up, you know, fishing, hunting, doing the whole ordeal, baseball. And then one day for Christmas, I think I was like 14, 15 years old. And, you know, it's like being a kid, like you get to the age where you really don't know what you want for Christmas. It's like, yeah. okay, it's like kind of grew up a little bit. And I'm, out of the blue, I said, uh, I want a studio set up. And my mom looked at me like she saw the ghost. and She was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I want to make music. And at this time, I was on my high school fishing team, just got done doing baseball for like nine years or something like that. And uh, she was like, you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, I'll see what I can get you, you know. Like, I'll see what I can do. And I was like, anything works. And after that, after I got the studio equipment, it's just I got addicted to just making music. I'd sit in my room all day. All my friends would come over to my house after school, and we just sit there and make
0: music. So, so what kind of gear do you have? You get Pro Tools, Logic. Did you start off on GarageBand? What did you start off? With?
1: Uh, actually, I started off on a software called FL Studios. Most okay. producers use it, and uh, it's not really for recording vocals, but you know, I made it work. I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what what all came with that did you learn about uh uh just uh input recording on instrumentation how to do vocals did you play around a microphone something what was what was your early introduction did you have anybody helping you with gear and things uh
1: actually this boy in my high school um i knew him i always heard around the like ground school and where i'm from most people don't like make beats or make music it's just we just stuck to what we knew and uh i always heard about this kid named noly they were like he makes beats this down the third and i was like hey buddy uh call him up after I get the studio equipment I think it was the day after Christmas and I was like I need you to come over to my house he's like what the hell are you talking about like I don't even know you and I was like no 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 I just got all this stuff I don't know how to use it and he was like all right I'll stop by and then from there we just became best friends to this day and um, he showed me how to set up a little bit of auto tune on there and cut vocals use the mic use the interface you know plug everything in but he helped me most of the way to whenever I was recording, he'd engineer it for me.
0: That's cool. Yes, sir. And what was some of the toughest uh, parts of it to learn?
1: Everything. Uh, all the way from just writing and just sitting in there and really just structuring a song, I guess, was my hardest point. And just knowing what sound I wanted to head towards was like the hardest part.
0: So it sounds like you started off. Did, did you start uh building beats uh did you take some of the stuff that he t- kind of turned you on some stuff he already had a groove laid out to and you started writing or putting down tracks to that
1: um really i would just pull beats from youtube and i would do a lot of his beats but at the time the reason i even wanted the studio set up is because i was like freestyling my friends for like a year oh yeah and so whenever we got the studio equipment i would just freestyle on it and some days i'd sit there you know a little notepad and, and write but i don't know it was mainly stuck around the freestyling
0: that's cool man <laughs> Yes sir Just working on rhyme schemes And all that stuff And learning yeah. how to put Words and phrases together Yes sir Just having fun with it That's cool So what was the next thing After that Did you start releasing Stuff on uh, YouTube I mean what platforms Did you go after I'm, I'm asking because I kind of want to Understand more about The mindset of, of The younger generation Where you're coming from About how you make An entrance into The music business Whether it's through TikTok and all this stuff Because it's different Than the path that I took It's completely yes, different So it's very It's very interesting to me
1: Well so when we were de- doing it. We didn't think nothing of it. I wasn't like getting the studio equipment, you know, to be an artist. I was just doing it because at the time, whenever, after, right after we got the studio equipment, I mean, that day, first time hearing my vocals on, you know, a beat or whatever, I was like, dude, I feel like I'm building a Lego house. If I don't like it, I could just tear it back down and rebuild it. Like I'm creating something that's never been created before. And so we were just recording hella songs. It doesn't matter what they sound like. We were just recording them And I was like, how do we drop these? He was like, you want to drop these? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to drop them. So we were just dropping them straight to SoundCloud. Each song we made, we didn't sit on it for a second. We We're like, upload it right now. And um, after I uploaded them, I'd make like a little TikTok. like, hey guys, I just released this song on SoundCloud. So for six days of doing that, on the sixth day, I get a call or I get a DM from this uh, production company out of uh, Miami. And they're like, hey, you got a team. I was like, I don't, what do you mean a team? They're like, are you signed? I was like, I don't think so, no. And they're like, "Uh, we want to fly you out to Miami tomorrow. And I was like, wait, what? And I told my mom, she was like, that's probably fake. And I was like, will you call them, please? She was like, let your dad do that. So um, I didn't think I was going to end up going, but around 9 o'clock that night, she walked in my room. She said, get your bags packed. You're going to Miami tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know, we were just dropping, just having fun with it.
0: So, uh, was that a record label or a management company or something out uh, of uh, Miami? Liz knows. I, I don't really know about it. It was record a record label. label. Got gotcha. you. And, and so, what happened from that?
1: I uh, signed a little signed a little deal with them, and I'd go to Miami, you know, every once in a while, a couple, like, months at a time, and um, just same thing from the bedroom, just making music. Yeah. And then, uh, at the time, I was really doing rap or, like, hip-hop music. Yeah. And I was trying to make an image for it, and I couldn't figure out an image, so I go, um, let me make a country song." And so the first song I ever made was my song "Dirt Road." It just happens to be my biggest song up to date. I recorded it myself on the same you know two hundred dollars setup on FL Studios stuff like that, and just did what it did.
0: Wow that's cool, man. So how did you wind up here in Nashville? what was the what what was the next step that got you? at least in your mind, to say, man, I'm not going in the right direction. I need to try something different and get to Nashville.
1: Well, so really, it was right after Dirt Road. Um, I'd been with the the label from uh, Miami for, I want to say, so I don't know, maybe eight months, something yeah. like that. But after Dirt Road, they gave me a call. They're like, uh, we're shooting this video tomorrow. And I was like, I don't even know what, like, I never shot a video really before. They're like uh, we need we need hella dirt bikes we need some hunting land we need trucks we want the whole you know the whole yard we want everything and I was like um, well I only have a couple hours to plan this and so we planned it shot the video they're like uh, all right now you're gonna go spend like four or five months in Nashville and I was like hell all right and so yeah just from there we started off of that one song because I said I wanted to do country after that and they're like we got to go to Nashville.
0: You know that's a it's a pretty cool mix of things in Nashville with the format. Now, Colt was just out here. He's a buddy of mine, and I'm sure you're familiar with all his stuff. Oh
1: He's, yeah, Colt I call him Paul. Paul.
0: He's had an <laughs> amazing impact on the rap country world, just and and just with Dirt Road Anthem from Aldine and everything. Yeah. It's been it's been oh, pretty, yeah. pretty cool to watch all that progress. How you you found Upchurch at all?
1: I uh, listen up, church, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, yes, sir.
0: He's a low, he's little low, wild man, ain't he? Something like that. <laughs> you, are you, you ain't going to be wild like that, are
1: you? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, my mama would have my ass. <laughs>
0: Sounds like you got a good mom and daddy. Uh, brothers and sisters, you know? Uh, yes,
1: sir. Uh, I have an older brother. He's four years older than me, and then I have a four-year-old little sister.
0: Golly, they they had you and then waited a long time, <laughs> yeah, didn't they? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. That's pretty cool, man. How you like Nashville so far? What's some of the highlights for you?
1: Um, Nashville for me... See, I grew up in like a one, one light town, so it's a little bit different. Like, oh, my, yeah? Yeah. Just even my yard being, you know, half the size of this room kind of freaks me out. But it's cool. There's good people in Nashville and lots of music. So that's the best part of it. It's just a whole bunch of creative people and good
0: souls and good music. That's it, man. Uh, where's, uh, where's your hangout spots at?
1: Um, man, I don't even have a hangout spot, Really? really? I'm always on the road, but I, I'd have to say Nolensville. I got a buddy out there in Nolensville. And
0: so you don't partake in uh, Lower Broad and all the stuff down there.
1: and I ain't even 21 uh, yet. He can't go down there yet.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, your world's about to change. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It is. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a good place to be young, man. Now I've I've been here over 30 years, and I've watched Nashville grow and change a lot. And it's, uh, I don't particularly like to go down there anymore, and I have to, but it's fun to observe from the outside. Uh, I had my time. If I was your age, I'd be running wide open. <laughs>
1: Look, I will say it is—it is fun to, you know, preserve it from the outside, like you said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you got a baby on the way? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Not right, girlfriend or y'all. Uh, yes, sir. I do have a girlfriend. Her name's Megan. Hello, Megan. <laughs> you know she's going to be watching. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. She watches. She's she watching everything you say right now. Oh, trust me. No idea. <laughs> she's like, you better not be going down on Lower broad without me. She, she might have a tracker on me. <laughs> she probably does. <laughs> she probably got it stamped in the back of your hand, brother. <laughs> There's a lot of big old deer in Georgia. I hadn't had a chance to hunt it. I've hunted all around it, man. You, uh, you a big hunter?
1: Uh, growing you know. up, I was... Well, like I said, man, I've been on doing this, since I was 15, 16 years old, so I've been wide open. But growing up, right before I really got into the music and stuff, that's all it was. It was hunting, fishing.
0: Yeah. You know. I mean? So you actually had a fishing team at your high school? Yes, I that's did. freaking awesome. We didn't have a fishing team. Do you have a fishing team? Hell no. I didn't have no fishing team. We didn't even have a music class, man. <laughs> You're from Perry County. That's so. true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I we uh we got the opening day of deer season off when I was in school. That was back when you could carry guns in your car to school and leave them in the parking lot. You know, you, can't do that anymore. you got an opening day of school of deer season because wasn't well, nobody gonna show up anyway. So we got deer day. <laughs> Y'all had a deer day. We had a deer day. Yeah, that uh, sounds almost better than a fishing team. I know. I don't know. A fishing team would have been freaking awesome. Yeah. So how did how did you do on your fishing team?
1: Man, we did pretty good. Uh, I was ranked. What was it? Uh, I was qualified for nationals one time, two times state qualified, and had, uh, two scholarships for fishing.
0: No kidding. Yes, sir. What'd you catch your biggest bass on? Um,
1: biggest bass, man, I actually just caught my biggest bass most recently. Did you? Yes, sir. it's a uh, worm, or I caught, caught it on yet? a Texas rig worm. Yeah? Yes, sir. Heck yeah.
0: Here at one of the lakes?
1: Uh, it was it was here, but it was it was somebody else's
0: pond. I got you. They grow big in some of these ponds around here now. Yeah, we were fishing on Luke Bryan's pond. Oh, he's got that all stocked up. That ain't even fair. Hey, look. You there. said, look. Yeah. I didn't say it was fair. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's probably got feeders all around that thing, don't he? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, aerators and everything. All, <laughs> yeah. And it's all landscaped around it, walking trails.
1: And, They're all females in there, too. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, just freaking eggs Dude. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you call spoiled, right there. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he deserves it. He works hard. He's oh, done well yeah. for himself. Heck yeah, yep. That's a good thing, man. <laughs> I, I grew up in a town of about eleven 1, hundred people, and we uh, we had a four way stop. We didn't have a lot. Mm. Was, yeah, it was small. <laughs> how big? Well, you didn't. So I, my my graduating class, we had forty nine graduating seniors. That's how small it was. Wow. Yeah. We were tiny. Yeah. Hey. See, there's still a lot of that out there in the world though.
1: Oh yeah, no for yeah. sure. There's still towns like that. They're holding it down for all of us.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you were growing up, man, what uh, what were the uh when you go out at night, what kind of stuff did you get into? Did y'all ride around on the gravel road, did y'all go build bonfires? What'd you do? Man, you can name
1: it. We probably did it. Um it was mostly, you know, during the winter time it's bonfires. In yeah. summer it's you're on the lake. If you're not on the lake, I don't know where you're at. But um uh, nah, Right before all the music stuff really happened, me and my buddy up the road, a couple houses from my house, we would literally, like, 8 o'clock after we eat dinner, I'd be like, all right, Mom, I'm going to Nikki's house, and we load up, we just go r- find any dirt road and just, you know, tear our shit up. It's just, we got to the point of just being me and him some nights. He'd be following me in his Jeep, and, you know, we're trying to make mud holders out of everything, anything. <laughs> Neighbors calling, uh, cops showing up in our driveway sometimes, just, like, tearing up shit, you know, just having fun. <laughs> You know what you can do with it
0: absolutely <laughs> so uh what's uh what was your favorite movie in high school?
1: oh shit, let's see movie miss it's about to sound crazy um I either want to go with the notebook
0: oh it's his sensitive side you just like Rachel McAdams <laughs> I know or uh, I know I'm with you.
1: urban cowboy, really A throwback, Yes, sir, my mama got me on it. And, uh, yes, yeah, we used to sit down in the living room, and I was like, I want to see, watch some of these older movies like y'all used to watch. She was like, call me old. And I'm like, no, 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 hold up. <laughs>
0: you got to be careful. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, just put me on some movies I've never seen before. And once I saw Urban Cowboy, I was...
0: Urban uh, Cowboy was, man... Yeah. That movie changed so much stuff. I graduated in 86, and I remember when Urban Cowboy came out. It was it was huge the way it impacted everything around Heck us. yeah. It really was. And to, uh, to be able to, to know Johnny Lee and, and call Johnny Lee my friend, you know, after all that, <laughs> later on in life, I've always thought that was real cool. Johnny's a cool old cat, man. He had a couple of big records. That whole thing launched his career. It was pretty cool to watch. Yeah. No, that's a good movie for sure. Yeah, man. So what kind of stuff you getting into these days? you just working on the road. That's about it. Road 24-7. Really?
1: 24-7. Um, you know, sometimes sleeping in a bunk. Sometimes we have to hit the sprinters and yeah. the hotels. But, you know, we're getting it done.
0: How many shows you doing a year?
1: I don't even know. I want to say probably 80. I'm, yeah. I could be wrong. I think 80. Somewhere in like the 80 bracket.
0: Yep. Where all have you been this year? <sighs> L.A.
1: I've uh, been Virginia. Been all the way down in Florida.
0: Man, I've been all over. What'd you think about LA?
1: You know, uh, first off, I That's
0: hate a big shock to the system, I tell Look,
1: first off, I hate flying. Like, I'm terrified of flying. So like some nights I'll stay up all night long just so as soon as I get on the plane, I'll fall asleep. But uh this LA trip, I couldn't fall asleep. So then now I'm just sitting here like nauseous because I'm so tired on a plane, can't fall asleep. But um no, for The flying added on just as LA as it is, you know, it's not a bad place, it just ain't for me.
0: Yeah, it's changed a lot though over the years. It's not near what it used to be, you know, 10, 15 years ago, man. It's just uh, it's a little bit different out there. <laughs> you had a chance to go to New York yet? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, what'd you think about that? Did you ride the subway? Uh,
1: no, no, sir, I didn't ride the subway. Uh, New York, it's no offense, New York, it just ain't for me. It's near. overwhelming. Oh, it? yeah, I mean, it's the first just, time you're there, you know, I don't like. I hate to sound so cliche, but I don't like all the city lights and stuff like that and all the people. You know, that's why if I could stay away from downtown Nashville as much as I can, which I would say Nashville is a little bit more laid back. Like everybody's doing their own thing, but I feel like L.A. and New York is just so chaotic and there's so much going on. Nobody really knows even what's going on.
0: Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. (laughs) Wow where uh have you not been that you want to go? I mean there's got to be a city that you that you dreamed about playing that you hadn't had a chance to go to yet.
1: Um man, I can't even think of somewhere. Uh I've always dreamed, you know, playing like near my hometown or in my hometown. Uh I guess I haven't played in my hometown really. Like uh, we did a show, see my my hometowns on the uh, Alabama and Georgia line on yeah. the Chattahoochee River. And so I got to do a show in Phoenix City. But it was, you know, one minute drive across the bridge and to damn near my hometown. Yeah. But I would love to do one out where I grew up. That'd be awesome. A little field or something, you know, set it up myself.
0: So walk me through what you're carrying on the road, man. Uh, So are you running tracks? You carrying a couple of band guys? What's your setup like?
1: Um, We got the bass guitars, uh, right right stage guitars, left left stage. So we got two guitars, bass, and a drummer, and we're running tracks, yes, sir.
0: Yeah what uh what all are you putting on your tracks man you got horn sections i mean depending on the song are you doing a major production on everything or
1: to be honest with you i have no idea <laughs>
0: <laughs> look i just i just get in whatever
1: we're driving to get there and go there I, some days i don't even know where we're at like i have to wake up and be like what state are we in i understand right before I they go have to write
0: songs. that down on the set list so you know where you're at so oh you know, go hello cleveland and you're in phoenix
1: no i did this uh <laughs> there's a video of me and my buddies met me at this one show, and uh I even went shopping, you know, I got the jersey, the hat, the whole ordeal, and uh, right before I go on stage, I look at my buddy, and he's recording me, and I go, uh, where are we at, before I say, blah, 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 he looks at me, and he goes, look at your fucking jersey, <laughs> I go, shit, we're in Boston, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that video went viral. I looked really dumb in it, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> it happens,
0: man. I mean, it happens to everybody, especially when you're running hard and everything just turns into a blur when you're traveling all the time. It it can get mentally exhausting. Like by this time of year, I'm so ready to be done. Oh I mean, you know by, idea. after after the heat of this summer and you know, all the outside shows and fairs and festivals, it's like I'm ready to be done. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. But gotta do what you gotta do.
0: What are you gonna do in your downtown? You gonna shut down, take a little time off in the fall?
1: Uh yes, sir. I think um I think I'm gonna do a lot of fishing. That's what I want to do a lot of it's fishing. Good lakes around here. Yes, sir. Um, kick it back a little bit and just kick butt with the buddies. Cool. Get a lot of four wheeler riding and stuff like that. You know, that's awesome. Yes. Dale
0: Hollow, they say, some of the best smallmouth fishing in the state.
1: I, I was just talking with my buddy. I said I've never caught a smallmouth.
0: Yeah, they're nice. Tell him all about it, Junior. <laughs> I don't know about Dale Hollow. I, I do mainly river fishing for smallmouths. He's a river. So That's how I would I'm, like to do it. Dude, I'm a river. You got kayaks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And fall, fault. He, he invited me kayaking once and I loved it so much. I bought another kayak like the next weekend. So <laughs> that way, in case a buddy wants to go, because they never have kayaks. They Always want to go, so I was like, Hell, but I'll just get it set up where all you got to do is just show up, dude. I got a paddle, life jacket, let's go. (laughs) The buffalo is cool cool down there. We've been down that a few times where he lives down in Perry County, and a lot of good smallmouth on that river. But the duck river is cool too. If you hadn't been down the duck, it has one of the coolest ecosystems. I mean, it's got like more uh, variety of mussels than any other river in the United States, just the ecosystem is absolutely beautiful and diverse. It's a great river, It's, it's down. What's uh, Columbia, like down the Columbia. Columbia, and there's supposed to be, uh, what is it, muskies? There's supposed to be some of those in there, but. Isn't that a northern yeah. fish? They are, it but they, northern... they're like a giant prehistoric. Yeah, but I didn't and... think they could survive in the warmer water. Well, they, they Apparently, they're down really? here. They're the fish of like 10,000 casts, I think is what it is, but. Really? You're probably going to cast about 30,000 before you catch one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like catfish. I, I like to fish for anything, and my favorite's crappie fishing. I mean, mm-hmm. I just don't get to do it much anymore, but I love crappie fish. And I was
1: into it all when I was little, but once I really got into the largemouth fishing, yeah. I was hooked, stuck.
0: Yeah, but I'm on a catch-and-eat program. Everybody thinks you're supposed to release some big bass. I got to eat the fish.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I feel that, too. Now, look here.
0: A bass is just as, as just as majestic as a bald eagle, and I cannot be eating a bass or an eagle. I ain't going to do that. That's, that's why, why they they i don't. Make, that's why I fish yeah, for catfish and crappie. That's why I got crappie and catfish. Don't be eating the bass. People catch release time to save them.
1: Can I ask a question about fishing? What is uh, the difference between a large and small mouth
0: bass? One has a big yeah. mouth, the other one doesn't. <laughs> 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 okay, <so> that's, what <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call it a large gotcha. mouth. Oh, okay. cool. great. <laughs> Fantastic. That's nice. Glad I can help you out there, Lisa.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i I'm not.
0: I know that one's gonna make the highlight reel right there. (laughs) Uh, The deer, the
1: whitetail. I just get it. How do they
0: call it a (laughs) whitetail? Oh, it's got a (laughs) whitetail. Oh my goodness.
1: Who knew? It was so simple.
0: It is that simple. So, uh, Junior, his name is Derek. He actually plays guitar in the band. And Scott, who is my piano player, normally runs the video, but Scott has acquired COVID. So he's. Uh, we have a fill-in leaving tonight, going on the road with us. so Scott couldn't make it. So Lindsay is part of the management team, and she is learning to be a videographer. So hello, Lindsay. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Doing really well over
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't I wouldn't you know keep your occupation a large mouth, small mouth. I'm. I bet you're really good with a camera though. <laughs> I uh, don't know, actually. The skill sets. Are I tell good. you what, this,
0: this whole thing, kind of like what you were talking about when you got your uh, your studio set up when you were a kid, you know, this is a huge learning curve. All these cameras and all this stuff. Man. Oh, yeah. I just, man, it's all foreign to me. The audio part was easy, but all these cameras, man, there's so many different settings. Yeah, it's been it's been a work in progress for all of us.
1: Look, this will blow your mind. I barely even know how to use my phone. <laughs> how did you run all that equipment? Look, like I said, buddy helped me out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> after he taught me he was like all right look you can't mess this up you literally got one job and he literally set it up and i just go in there click a buttons we're good to go do you
0: play an instrument at all you play anything
1: oh i i can play the guitar but i'm always i just i'm stuck on a g and c chord right now i know more chords just but i've been strumming the same like strum pattern and playing these two chords and i've wrote so many songs on them and i'll just take it to someone that actually knows how to play the guitar and we'll just write it out even more. So I'll just lay down most of my ideas. Yeah. G and C chords, same strumming pattern, and yeah.
0: So what have you learned about structure at this point? Where are you at with that? You said you were kind of figuring all that stuff out before you learn it. I mean, I mean, it pops not really that much different. But verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, verse, chorus. You know, just the basic structure. And studying the things that are already out on the radio can give you good insight into how to put all that stuff together.
1: Yeah. Um, really, it's. You know, I feel like I've been just doing it so much and just ever since I started, I've been just, you know, busting at it, never letting off. I feel like, I, I don't know. I want to say, I know I've learned more about music. Of course, I mean, how long has it been? Like four or five years now. But I just take more time writing the songs and like really talking about what I want to talk about all the way through the song and, you know, get fun with it and get creative and put a twist. But it all leads back to the same thing. And, uh, now I'm starting to get. I'm starting to spend more time on my choruses instead of my verses and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm confused. So you wanted to a studio. Yes, ma'am. But you didn't know how to play any instruments. No, ma'am. So like, what? I just don't understand the thought process. So my thought process was, I could just go on YouTube. Well, I, you know, I really didn't know. I, yeah. I just knew that if I want to make music, I'd have to have something recorded on. So you, but like, do you what like music did you grow up on? Oh, I grew up on everything from uh, Tupac to Hank Williams Jr. and you know, it's all over the place. Uh, you go in my mama's car, it'd be a burnt CD with all the Jason Aldean, Night Train on it, and you hop my daddy's truck, here, 50 Cent, Regulators, Tupac, Biggie. It was just yeah, it was all over the place. So you just like the beat. Um, That's a fair thing to say, right? The beat. I wouldn't say the beat. Um, Not a fair thing to say. <laughs> Uh, I really don't listen. You know, I listen to all like the beat, vocals, what the person's talking about, how good they are with the lyrics, and but I don't know. I just like good music. If I if it, if I relate to it, you know, if a, if a song makes me feel a certain type of way, it's that's my, my type of music. Gotcha.
0: So name. when you would get, uh, you, were you buying beats off the internet? Uh, yes sir. yes, sir. So how did how did you come up with your melody lines and stuff? Did you have somebody putting a guitar track down or doing a keyboard track or anything like that to get your melody line down? I just freestyle on it. Yeah, just just you, just you and a beat. Just yes, sir, me and a beat. That's cool. Yes, sir. So how did you wind up on Big Machine? Um,
1: after Dirt Road, Scott calls and uh, yeah. well, after Dirt Road, since I signed to that production label Miami, they only had hip hop artists. They didn't know what the hell to do with a country artist, and so Scott was interested. After like as soon as Dirt Road dropped, I believe, and uh, label goes, we need some help with this, and Scott said, come on and that's, how I'm, how I'm That's cool. <laughs> well,
0: Scott's got deep reach everywhere, man. I had an opportunity to work with him for a few years. Yeah, He's uh, he's one of the, the most brilliant record people in the industry. Yes, sir. Yes, yes he is. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, he is. Hey, I love tattoos, as you can see. Uh, Tell me about them. Tell me what you got.
1: Uh, my tattoo's really all over the place. Um, this one's my most favorite Bible verse. I actually got this one while I was recording, so I was sitting like this, and the guy walks, it was my first time working with this tattoo artist, he's from, he's a guy from back home, his name's G, and uh, he shows up, and there's, I don't know, probably like nine people in this like a room, half this size, and we're all in there, a whole bunch of studio equipment, you know, we're in the studio, and he goes, where are we doing this at, and I was like, right here. He goes, "Uh, I don't know how I feel about all these people sitting around me, behind me, and I was like, man, they're all good people, I promise. He was like, uh, all right, uh, I just need you to stay still. I was like, well, that's the other thing. I was like, I'm going to be recording while we do this. <laughs> so, uh, no, anyways, yeah, this is Philippians 413 on my inner arm. I got my uh, uncle's firefighter number right here. Uh, you know, I got the mic, a whole bunch of good quotes I like. My mom actually tattooed this one on me. But, no, I got a lot of good stuff. It's all for my family and friends and things that just mean something to me.
0: So this is my most recent. This is my country music Mount Rushmore. <laughs> That's so I got awesome. George Strait and George Jones, Keith Whitley, and Merle Haggard. So Heck who yeah. would you put on your Mount on your Mount Rushmore of, of artists that influenced you?
1: Justin Moore. Justin yeah. Moore. Uh I probably put Riley Green. Cool. I gotta add old Colton there. Cool. Um, who else would I go with? Ooh, ooh. Eric Church.
0: That's pretty cool. Foursome right there. Man. <laughs> I like that. That's different. Yes, that's 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 very unique, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank Brother, you. I appreciate getting to know you a little bit. Thank yes, you for sir. taking the time coming out and seeing me. Thank you for having me. Wish you all the best. I'm yes, sure yes, I will sir. see you out on the road somewhere. Kid G. Yes, sir. Thank you.